Welcome to the Modern Meinhof Podcast. I am your host, Richard Huffman, and we are the only podcast devoted to, yet unaffiliated with, the Bader Meinhof Group. Um, we explore the Bader Meinhof Group, left-wing German terrorism of the 1970s, and other related ephemera. Um, we sometimes speak with people who are knowledgeable about the subject, and sometimes it's just me talking, and that's today. Um, today it's going to be a short podcast, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how the name Bader-Meinhof Gang came into prominence, where it came from, and, and what it meant. So how did they come to be known as the Bader-Meinhof Gang or Bader-Meinhof Group? Um, well, obviously the way they became known as the Bader-Meinhof Gang is because Ulrike Meinhof on May 14, 1970, helped break notorious arsonist anarchist Andreas Bader out of police custody. And at the time, Ulrike Meinhof was just a very famous, prominent left-wing journalist. Um, she was not necessarily considered a proto-revolutionary or proto-terrorist, so it was really shocking to people when it happened. And if you were in America, it'd be like, Diane Sawyer breaking Osama bin Laden out of prison. I mean, it was really a crazy, completely unexpected thing to happen. And this new group that was ostensibly created by this act didn't have a name. So quickly, the German press started referring to them by the two most prominent people they knew, which was Meinhof and, and Bader. Um, and of course, the irony is, is that Meinhof was not one of the top leaders of the group. If there was two top leaders, it was it was uh, Andreas Bader and his girlfriend Gudrun Enslin, um, and it wasn't Ulrike Meinhof, although she certainly was a leader within the group. Um, but the, but they didn't have a name for themselves. They they actually didn't really come up with their own name, which was Red Army Faction, for many months afterwards. So in the absence, in the vacuum of a name, um, the press picked up on this name, Bader Meinhof. And so then the question is, is, well, how did they become the Bader-Meinhof gang or the Bader-Meinhof group? And that's an important distinction because generally, if you were on the left, you would take great offense at somebody referring to them as Bader-Meinhof gang. In German, it would be Bader-Meinhof Banda. And, in, um, and, and if you're on the right, that's what you called them. And you'd maybe take offense at the left calling them Bader-Meinhof Gruppe, which means Bader-Meinhof Group. It was a really important distinction because one was saying these are nefarious outlaws and another was saying these are politically minded idealists that are, um, that are trying to better society. So it was sort of a way that they used words to describe their political belief system. The irony, of course, is the group didn't like either of those names. Even though people were waging that battle over words externally, internally they thought of themselves as the Red Army Faction, the RAF. And um, But the RAF, that name, really, it took a very long time for it to take root. In fact, it wasn't until maybe the mid-70s and certainly after Andreas Bader, uh, Ulrike Meinhof, and the others had all died in prison, that it finally occurred to a lot of people, maybe we should call them the RAF, because Bader and Meinhof, in particular, aren't even there anymore. Um, so, you know, but it's interesting, because um, if you if you look back at the press, if you look at, like, for instance, Der Spiegel magazine, which is the 
kind of the equivalent of Time Magazine in the United States. Um, if you look at any issue during the mid-70s, in the index section, they would have like world, they'd have the states, they'd have uh, uh, entertainment, and they'd also have a headline that just simply said BM. And you didn't need to explain to you what BM meant. It was the latest news relating to Bader-Meinhof. But as I've just pointed out, this isn't a term that they used for themselves. Um, and the term actually took kind of an interesting semi-humorous turn um, in the United States. So about a decade ago, somebody in Minnesota was talking to a friend and the word and Bader-Meinhof came up to him, just apropos of nothing. And it was a term he had never really heard before. And then somewhat later, I think it was the same day, somebody else mentioned in a totally separate context, Bader-Meinhof. And it was so weird to this person to have hardly ever heard that word or that term used before and suddenly in the in the space of one day hearing it twice. So he decided to coin his own term, a Bader-Meinhof, which meant you know, hearing some kind of term in two separate contexts, seemingly completely unrelated in a short time period. So um, I have my, of course, my Google alerts, uh, news alerts set up for Botter and Meinhof and Red Army Faction and the like. And uh, and I regularly get Botter Meinhof popping up um, connected to people making their own um, uh, references in the in, in this Minnesota newspaper and sending in their own latest Bader Meinhofs, which have nothing to do with terrorism, nothing to do with Germany, and everything to do with just interesting serendipitous connections. So anyway, I thought that might be interesting to you if you had not heard of how and why the name Bader Meinhof came into prominence and why the group really didn't like the name. Now you know. So until next time, I am Richard Huffman signing off. Bottom line, huh? Bottom line.